There is no off-season for the great Erica Wheeler, but it's a different sort of post-WNBA season ahead. We're going to talk all about it. Lockdown Women's Basketball starts now. Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are Locked On Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Women's Basketball. I'm your host, Howard Magdal. I want to thank you for making us your first listen every day. Of course, over 100,000 of you are showing up for us again here in October. Fifth month in a row, we have beaten that mark, and it's because we show up for you six days a week talking about all things past, present, and future women's basketball. It is not just me, of course. It is the incredible team over at The Next. At thenexthoops.com, we have over 100 reported pieces on women's basketball every month. We are rolling out those previews, going through 17 conferences around the country. Very excited to share with you the Pac-12 coming up, SEC the MEAC, the SWAC, you name it. We are making sure that we are on top of it. TheNextSoups.com, make sure you go ahead and subscribe today. And we do uh, quite a bit, and uh, I'm always delighted, of coverage about Erica Wheeler. Erica joins us once again uh, on the podcast. We're going to be talking a little bit about the season itself, a lot about the ways in which Erica is part of the community she inhabits year after year after year. But Erica, I want to start off with you. It was a 40-game season. Never had a 40-game season before in the WNBA. You played, I'm just going through, every game. Take me through what that was like. Um, First off, thank you, Howard, for having me on the show. It's always a delight to just have a conversation with you. And and, um, we also appreciate you just pushing the women's sports. So I always want to thank you for that. Um, it's super important, so I thank you for that. Um, about the season, um, whew, it was a long one. You know, it was first time ever we had 40 games. They added some games. Um, so, And for me to play all 40 games, uh, um, I commend myself to just – just um, and also commend Indiana Fever, um, the people in the background, that's Todd and, um, and his staff that, you know, keep our bodies in shape um, and keep us healthy. You know, so um, I commend, you know, Todd and his staff for making sure we're good. Um, honestly, a recap for the season, I think that we excelled all expectations from the start to finish. You know, nobody expected us to win 13 games, being that Indiana Fever has won five and six in the last two years. That's 11 games in total in the past two years. And we surpassed that in five months. So for me, um, I have no complaints. Everything was new. Um, Christy came in with a plan with her coaching staff and also with me. Um, before I signed, she met with me and just let me know her vision and what she wanted from me as a leader. Um, and it was a different role for me. You know, um, typically I'm the, I was the young gun and um, not the vet. And this year I was the head leader of the whole pack. So it was different. Um, definitely some ups and downs, definitely some things I can get better at as a leader and as a player. So, um, but for me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything that has happened. Of course, we would love to win more games. Um but other than that, like, I think we excelled way more than people, what people expected. And I think we were probably like two or three games from the playoffs that nobody even thought we would even be 
nowhere near it. Um, and again, I think some statistic is out there is where we're only like a minute, maybe two minutes from winning closing games. We just couldn't finish in those last two minutes to um, close those games. Even the Aces, when we played the Aces the first time, it was a, a very close game. When we played New York Liberty, we went in overtime with them. Like So these are the top of the line team that's finishing in the championship games that we came close to. So for me, it's more so like, yeah, you want to win, but you take those games and you build on it and you just try to figure out how, how we can win those games next year and what do we need to do better as, an, as you know, as a, a program. Um, and for me, just be a better leader on the court and it's how I can lead my teammates better. To me, there's a couple of indicators like that, and I like to dive into the weeds a little bit on this if I can. But there are some real basic ones that indicate to me that this was a team on the cusp. And I will say my fearless prediction at the start of the season was that this would be the team that made the playoffs. I had you guys as the eight seed. You were right there. Um, You are a primary reason why I believe that. Uh, Aaliyah Boston pretty fair player in her own yes. right as well. Pretty and great player. She's pretty great. She's, she's done, I mean, just remarkable what she did yeah. as a rookie as well. But focus specifically on, uh, I look at the season sometimes in 10-game increments. And you are overall, the first three quarters of the season, 4.9 assists. That bumps up to 5.4 assists in those final 10 games. Yeah. You had uh, five double-digit scoring uh mm-hmm outputs during that time and you average 10 a game and your turnovers went down in the process as well to my mind two things out of this one is yes the record didn't get you in the playoffs you were clearly to me one of the top eight teams by the inclusion of the season do you see it that way and how much does just the combination of getting Aaliyah comfortable, getting Melissa Smith back from injury and coming all together as a collective group, you then played a part in that late season surge. I would, I think people forget that, you know, um, everybody kind of, I mean, everybody knows each other as basketball players because we uh, aligned up the work because we all play basketball. But you have to understand you put 12 new players in the locker room and you have to make sure they gel within one month span before the first actual game. And then you have some players that, you know, not as healthy, may have to sit out some in training camp. And then you have five months to figure out how you can win games with people who've never played with each other. So for me, it's more so like, it takes time. However, did I feel like we sped up the time of what we can accomplish? Absolutely. But we only get a five, maybe six months span to connect, find trust, um, buy into the system. Christy had to freaking go from score zero to where she's at now. So it's just like, for me, it's more so like we started from, from scratch mm-hmm. and we got to 13. So for me, I think it's more so you in that first half of the season, everybody's trying to get to know each other. Everybody's trying to figure out what people like, what people don't like. You're trying to get the kinks out. And then you go to all-star break when, okay, you get a, whoo. Let's reset. Let's figure out what we did well and let's figure out what we didn't do well. And also just like a break on your body. You just need it. So the second half, you reevaluate and then you do something different. Because at the end of the day, like you have to check yourself like I did. I'm like, okay, I've never averaged as low um, assist since my probably my rookie year. I need to pass the ball better. I need to put my teammates in a better position. Secondly, I need to take care of the ball even more. Thirdly, I need to be more aggressive and not just be so passive and just leading vocally. I need to lead with my actions too. So 
that's what I took going into like the all-star break, watching film and just trying to be better for my teammates. And that's why the results shows what they show. However, we're not going to start from what we're going to start from what we finished with. So I was 10 and five. So the next season, I know I need to be more aggressive in the beginning. I know I need to take care of the ball and not be so, um, how can I say loose with the ball? And then also, you know, just put my teammates in position to be better. So it just takes time. You have, you have to go through the steps to get better. And that was step one. The step one was the season. We had to figure out how to win games. We did that. Now we in phase two. Phase two is no excuses now. Yeah. For everybody that was in the locker room, that would be in the locker room next year, there's no excuses now. We've been through the, the, the figuring out stage. Now you done figured out. You know what the standard is. Let's continue to build on the standards. Does the last game of the season, a game where you're playing Minnesota, Minnesota's got something to play for. They were playing for seeding. Does that serve as a bit of the template for phase two? I, you know, I looked at a game that you guys were tied with Minnesota going into the fourth. You shut them down 24 yeah. to nine in that fourth quarter. Did that feel like, and kind of take me through, like you're in that locker room after talking, like, you know, this is where we, this is our standard. This is what we can meet on a regular basis. You know, that phase two that you're talking about. Absolutely. I think even before the game, Howard, um, it was more so, yeah, we're not making playoffs, but let's mess everybody else bracket up. Let's mess it up. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, we still want that win. We was at 12 wins, and I'm like, yo, today is the day for us to get a win. Let's try to get the win. That's just not say, oh, the season is over with. Because at the end of the day, some of us is in here still playing for a contract next year. So don't fall into that. And I'll just be real with them and just let them know, like, don't just go out there and just be like, okay, this is our last one. In two days or three days, we're going home. No, you still playing for a contract because it's only five of us guaranteed. So you still need to show that you want to be a part of this team, that you care about this game. And then also, it's another win for our team. And we get to break a record that <laughs> hasn't been broken since 2000. What? The last time we won 13 games was 2000. What? What? I don't even know. Yes. You know, see? 16, 16 said it's been a while. So 16. So so for us, it's more so like a pride thing. It wasn't about because we didn't make playoffs. We already knew that. It was yeah. more so about a proud pride thing and how we finished off the season strong. And, um, yeah, and that's what we did. And even Minnesota was just like, the players were just like, dang, y'all, y'all going hard. Absolutely, we want this win. Y'all yeah. got to figure it out. So I, it was more so, you know, just play hard, finish strong, and it was a pride thing. Nobody just want to lose just to lose and just go out there. And you got people that buy tickets. You have fans that buy tickets that come to see us play. They don't want to see no BS game. I am being told 2019, so <laughs> as we go back. So not quite as long. Uh, my all-star year. Oh, no, that's right. Also, all-star game MVP year. Let us, yeah. let us make sure everybody knows that. <laughs> All right, we got more to talk about, a lot more to get to in segment two. Uh, have a couple couple sponsors I want to make sure that the audience at home knows about. So first, I want to talk to you guys about Ibotta. Ibotta is just this really cool company that you're shopping anyway, right? But you shop through Ibotta and use the Ibotta app. And you're able to get money back on the stuff that you're buying anyway. But they're doing something special starting November 1st. For the fourth year in a row, Ibotta is giving 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving feast. So if you add the offers in the app to redeem for everything you need to make your Thanksgiving feast complete, all you have to do is shop at your favorite retailers and upload the receipt. But again, Ibotta makes it automatic, right? They give you cash back on grocery items, personal 
items, produce, so you can make sure you're getting money back no matter what you're purchasing. It's not points, it's cash right back into your pocket. Download the Ibotta app now and use the code LOCK, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, to get 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting November 1st. Again, go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A app in the Google Player App Store and use the code LOCKED. Also want to make sure that you guys at home know about Prize Picks. And Prize Picks has a really interesting thing going on. Now, Prize Picks, something that I appreciate about Prize Picks, they don't just have men's sports, they have women's sports, they don't just have NBA, they have WNBA, and they've been doing that. We're now into the NFL season, obviously, and this week on Prize Picks, you have the opportunity to select players, and you play against yourself, right? So let's say you think Saquon Barkley is going to run for more than 60 yards, Pat Mahomes more than two passing touchdowns. You can make that decision for yourself. You go up against yourself and your winnings are based on that. It's not against anyone else. It's you against yourself. So go to pricepitch.com slash locked on NBA and you can use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to a hundred bucks. Again, go check it out and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match. Prize picks, it's daily fantasy sports made easy. So, Erica, we're back and talking about this fever team specifically from your feeling about it. And Lord knows the conversations we've had through the years, there's always this sense, this feeling of like, you know, finding that kind of long term home. How much, just from a personal perspective, has Indiana come to feel like home for you? Because I noticed the way you're active in the community, but you're always active in the community. So yeah. just, before we get into that, like, how is it feeling for you? Um, and the Indiana, um, excuse me, Indiana is always, you know, home for me. Like I said, this place made me an all-star. This place kind of made my career take off in a, a way that I didn't expect um, very fast. So um, Indiana is always home for me. That's why um, it was no question for me to come back to um, – to be on this journey with Christy's side. So for me, it always feels like home. That's awesome to hear. And so I have to highlight the ways in which you do the work. And it's honestly, it's hard to keep track of all the ways <laughs> in which you manifest. I can't even imagine being there. But I want to talk about, first of all, the Indiana Fever Fitness Center at the Wheeler Mission Center for Women and Children. Um, it, it, as I understand, it's a state-of-the-art exercise facility for Wheeler Mission residents to use. Talk to me about how that came together, why that was important, and uh, what it's like to have an oversized pair of novelty scissors. If you enjoy that, <laughs> that that was that was awesome. I think it's um, for me. It just shows that the Indiana Fever is not just a basketball team. Um, it's just more so that we care about the community. We care about the things that are around us. And for me to be a part of the Indiana Fever that's doing things like that. Um, it warms my heart because you know how how much I love giving back to the community. So to be a part of that was, was super dope. Um, it was super, the dope part about it, how it was being able to see some of the um, the guests that was a part of the Willow Missions excited about having a, a in house gym that they can go to versus going anywhere else. You know, you have room and board, you have food, and you also have. Uh, 
a facility to work out and how we know how important it is for um, daily health stuff that we need to do. Even if you get on a treadmill for five minutes and walk, that's something that you, 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 you increasing your health, which is moving and not just sitting around and, and being bored. So for me, I think it was super dope to be able to see the, the smiles on their faces to, to know that Indiana fever care for them in that way. I know you also were in Miami last weekend yeah. as part of the camp. I, I Again, I, it's just, <coughs> this is not an off season, right? This is not, this I've, I've, I've been, I've been, I've been told several times from my fiance. She was just like, well, where, when the break happens, mm-hmm. because you haven't stopped yet. And I'm just like, it's things to get done. You know, I'm not, I don't, I'm, the, the break is on my body. I'm not pounding. I'm not playing basketball. I'm not playing 30, 40 minutes, but my mind is not resting at all. <laughs> I I, just, I I hope you're getting your time, but I also know that what you're doing for the community is amazing. And and so to, to be in Miami with those kids, you know, with the camp that you created, mm-hmm. what is that like as just an emotional respite for you to be able to be with those kids? Take me inside just like what that feels like for you on the ground. Well, as you know, um, this, what, year six? Me and my best friend, who's who actually runs my camp, um, who's kind of like the brains of everything, who um, that does the in and out stuff, like how the camp is ran, how the stations are ran, how um, when the breaks is happening, how registration is happening, which I hate that he does because he's sometimes micromanaged. But um, he's the one that kind of do everything. I'm just kind of really, you know, there being the star. Of course, I do the groundwork with him, but he's the brains of everything. Um, that's Danny, Danny Miles. That's my um, best friend. Yeah. So, but honestly, our, it, it, this year was probably the most <laughs> stressful year because a lot of things that never went wrong in the five years that I've been having camp went wrong. But at the end of the day, I think this was probably the best camp when it comes to energy and campers just being super engaged. Um, but when I tell you how it like it looked easy and the, the videos and the pictures look real nice, but it's so much work goes into making sure camp day is smooth and ready to go for these campers. And I must say, this year was challenging. Me and my me and my boy was just like, yo, I might cry after this one because it was just so it was just so many things happening that that was out of our control. That just life is life. Like things just happen that we can't control. And but we got it done, you know, and then I will say I, I was about to cancel the camp at least three times up until Saturday because so many things was going wrong. And one of my friends that's um, I went to school with him to on my records and she was just like, E, for whatever reason, like God is just telling me that everything is going to work out because that's been your life. That's been your journey. Everything you go through, it just always seemed to work out because of the good you always do, the genuine person that you always are. So for me, it was just like, I couldn't see it in the moment. But on Saturday, I was just like, okay, I understand exactly what she meant about like things just always work out because the camp was great. Up until 12 o'clock, camp from 12 to 5, camp was great. But from 12 on back, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was pretty stressful. But for me, um, I get a thrill and a, a pleasure of just being able to see these kids' faces because... Or you don't know, like some of these kids haven't had a pair of new basketball shoes since my last camp. So for them, it's more so like I can't wait to go to Erica Willard camp so I can get me a new basketball shoe, new pair of basketball shoes. So for me, it's more so like being able to be that provider for the youth 
in a way that, you know, I never thought I'd be able to, but I'm doing it, you know, so, and then also be able to be present. Cause I think that's the most thing is be present in the, in the community to, for these kids to really touch you and really have a, a connection with you in the way that they see you and not just on video or just for one hour. I was there from 8 a.m. until 6 p.m. And the night before we was there from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. just getting things done. So um, for me, I, I think that's that's the best part, just being able to be there present with the kids. It's a beautiful thing. And Erica, I'll take it as a point of personal privilege because you're not going to shout it out, but I'm going to. That's free deer. The, the clinic is free. This is yet over 100 a hundred girls participating in this. This was enormous impact. So we're going to be back in just a moment to talk about the way that all of you listeners can get a, a, another opportunity to learn from Erica Wheeler coming up this weekend. And we're going to talk about that in segment three. And I'm going to emphasize that if you're anywhere in the area, make sure you do. Uh, first, do you want to tell the people at home about FanDuel, which is another sponsor of our show, and FanDuel has an opportunity for you to bet this season with the NFL. New customers get $200 in bonus bets. So if you place a $5 bet, guaranteed win or lose, they're going to put $200 in bonus bets into your account. Now, FanDuel, another one of these things, and you will always hear me say it, FanDuel has not just NBA, but WNBA. It is an important part of of the way in which you experience it, that you can bet on women's sports to make it possible to have equality in these spaces. FanDuel does that for spreads, player props, over-unders. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on with a clear conscience and kick off the NFL season. Fanduel.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, an opportunity to bet Locked, uh, Locked On gives you the chance to do it. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. So look, audience, I don't know what you're doing on Saturday from 12 to 5, but the Erica Wheeler Stills Clinic is going to be at Arsenal Tech High School in Indianapolis. It's free for all kids attending. Uh, again, I don't mean to harp on it, but it just seems like a very big deal to me. Talk to me about why that's the price point for the Erica Wheeler experiences, because people would pay to do it, to go to go learn from an all-star name MVP. People would pay to do it. Talk to me about that. Well, the camp on Saturday is sold out. So if you do show up, you'll just be there just watching. So we're <laughs> sold out. Understood. But, um, yes. Also, I just want to give a shout out to all our sponsors. It's Adidas. Just Please. Sponsoring the entire camp where they get free shoes, free T-shirts, um, All-Stars get a, a pretty nice um, gift, and MVPs get a pretty nice gift. So I'm um, also Gatorade sponsored on my camp in Miami. Um, Hydrators gave us some bars. Also, Body Armor sent us over a couple of cases of, um, you know, drinks to kind of fuel the, the campers. Also, um, Prince Pizza, um, Prince Street Pizza um, that's out in L.A. and New York. They also have a location in Miami. They fed the kids after um, camp. So really, nice. Howard, you get all this free gear, and then I feed you. Really, your parents just have to take you home, get a, get a shower, and the day is done. So right. for me, um, that was super cool. Um, but 
<sighs> about this camp in Indiana, man. It's my first one. Um, and I don't know what to expect. And I was just telling my partner, Danny, like, I don't know what to expect. And um, my expectation is not high, they're not low. I'm very new to because it's my first one. Although I know Indiana is a basketball state. So I'm looking forward to see, you know, what, what it'll bring and um, how it'll be. And like you asked me, Howard, why is it free? Um, Howard, as you know, I grew up in a, a situation where I didn't have much. I didn't, my mom couldn't afford to pay for me to go to a camp where I can get a book bag, a shirt that was almost $150. So when I signed my deal with Adidas, I told Adidas that, look, I know you guys can pay me X amount of dollars in, in my pocket, but this is what I want for my foundation. And we can work from my foundation and then on to the money in my pocket. And when I signed the deal, I told them that when, uh, when I want to have basketball camps, I want my campus to be able to get a pair of shoes and a shirt at minimum. And for me, it's just like, okay, at least they can get that free. And it's, it's, it's more so like, I don't want to charge these kids. Why would I charge them? Because I know what it was like for me not being able to go to a camp because my mom couldn't afford it. So I told Adidas, look, I don't want to charge these kids. So let's figure out a, a number or a fund that'll help me put on these um, camps to where kids don't have to pay. We figured out that number. And here we are six years later, camps is free. Every camper get a pair of shoes. Every camper get a camp shirt. And that's unlikely. Nobody in the world is doing that on, down on the NBA side or the WNBA side where these campers come and get five hours for free and then get a pair of shoes that's between 100 to almost $160 for free and a t-shirt that's roughly probably 40 bucks because it's a great t-shirt, drop it, that's going to last you a good, good little while. So for me, um, I just credit Adidas being able to put me in a position to allow me to do this, you know what I mean? Because without Adidas, I wouldn't be able to do any of this um, in a way that is free. However, down the road, I don't know how free it will be. I don't know if I can do free all my life, but as of right now, um, the camp Saturday was free and, and this Saturday will be free. So I just hope I can continue to impact um, the youth in the way that, you know, that I can with my camps and just give back. I will just say, just a point of personal privilege, Sure, Adidas stepped up, and that's big. And oh, that's big. Right? We're seeing brands who understand that investing in Erica Wheeler matters, right? But it also matters that you spoke up in that moment, yeah. too, and let's not lose sight of that. So, uh, again, um, tremendous to always see what you do. As our listeners know here, I will always say you matter in this yeah. space in such a significant way. So I appreciate your time. Uh, to our listeners, I appreciate you every day that you come out. We will be back with you tomorrow. The great Jackie Powell will take you through some of the recent hires in the WNBA on the coaching side. We'll be with you on Saturday talking about the future of the WNBA as well. And six days a week, be back with you. Make sure you're subscribing. Review us. I just found out reviews are a thing. So go ahead and review <laughs> as well if you get an opportunity. Until then, I am Howard Magdal wishing all of you a wonderful day. Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. 